0: This is Women Who Build Empires, a podcast celebrating women entrepreneurs and thought leaders who are turning the tables on outdated old school belief systems and building business empires that align with who they are, how they work, and how they are leaving a lasting legacy. And I'm your host, Emmy Kirshner, serial entrepreneur, investor, and business consultant for ambitious women entrepreneurs who are boldly taking their business to the next level. In each episode, you're going to get to know the women who are unafraid to put it all on the line as they share the stories of how both success and failure have helped them become incredible CEOs. Hey Empresses. I am so excited to share the story of Eudania Burrell with you. She is a New York native who now resides in Charlotte, North Carolina, not too far from where I'm living. And what I loved about Eudania and our conversation is that she has such a passion for being on purpose and when faced with adversity, she doesn't let anything stop her one lane doesn't work, she just chooses another one and pivots as quickly as possible. And that's how she started her business in real estate investing without a lot of capital, which as somebody who loves to learn new things, I thought was fascinating. And then the other piece that I thought was really cool to find out about is her commitment to customer service and helping not only her clients, And you can feel that in her conversation and and how heartfelt she is, but also creating connections and relationships that help build her business. Hey, Eudania, I am so excited to have you on the podcast. I've been waiting all week to get you on because when we did our pre-interview, which I think was like a month ago, you just like mic dropped me at becoming a real estate investor and really starting your business like completely from scratch. And if I'm remembering correctly, because this is stuck in my head, yeah. without a
1: lot of capital. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Like
0: starting your business without a lot of capital. Like, Oh, know- that's
1: absolutely true. That yeah. is absolutely true. And uh, first, I want to thank you, Emmy, for having me on the show. It is my privilege and pleasure to be here today. And yeah, that's true. I had very little capital when I started and I didn't want to spend a whole lot of money or borrow money to make it happen because I didn't know where this was going. All I knew is I had a belief and a desire and I was going to make it happen. And so, yeah, I got, I dug in and here I am a few years later uh, doing very well, doing very well in it.
0: And that was like the complete, I guess, False belief, I don't know, myth, whatever you want to throw in there that I had was that I had always presumed that to be a real estate investor, you had to have gajillions of dollars, but in reality, like a couple hundred you know, K to play with. And, um, and that and is so. So, so <laughs> for somebody who's like, hey, cool, like this opens up a door for me, let's talk about your journey and yeah. how you got to where you are. You were working for the um, Department of Homeland Security at one point and now you're not. And now you're. Actually, I am.
1: You are. I still am. I still am. And so that's the beauty of what it is I do, Emmy. I am still working full time for the Department of Homeland. And I actually do real estate investing part time, which sometimes feels full time because I love it so much. All of what I do, uh, you know, my father used to have a quote And it was, and I'm sure you've heard it before, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Right. And so all that I do working for the Department of Homeland, real estate investing, having my own business, as well as coaching, I love every bit of it and so i'm still with my agency because i love it i there's still a love and a passion i get to serve the country i get to serve my fellow um man you know man in helping our air- airways to stay stay safe and now i get to do real estate investing and i help in another way I save people from foreclosure. I help people get out of situations that they necessarily are, um, excuse me, that they're not happy in um, or with a property they no longer need or want or just kind of drowning with. So, yeah. So share with
0: me, like, how did you get started? What was the, the catalyst for, hey, let me work full time and start a business?
1: Oh, wow. So it happened around March 2020 when I made the decision. Um, But prior to that, I had always wanted to get involved with real estate, but just couldn't find my footing. It was in 2014 that I, I knew that I wanted to be involved with it. A friend of mine and I were talking about the homeless crisis here in Charlotte, and we just wanted to save everybody from homelessness. And we thought, By getting into real estate we could do that well that dream was not fulfilled at that time however fast forward to march of 2020 when the world shut down my job stopped and my home flooded all within one week's time and i remember feeling a little depressed and i knew immediately depression does not fit me and i had to find a way out of it And what I learned in that time is people need something to do. They need something to love and they need something to hope for. And real estate gave me all three. Another thought that it crossed my mind because my job stopped. It didn't end, but it stopped. And so I wasn't doing anything. And I thought to myself, what if my job starts permanently, stops permanently? What am I going to do? And I decided then that no one was going to dictate how much money I made, when I made it, or how I made it. And I jumped into real estate through Connected Investors.
0: Wow. And what has the journey been
1: like? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It has been filled with, oh, so many wonderful experiences, challenges as well. But those challenges have grown me in such a way, had I not decided to jump in, I would not be where I am today. I would not have the opportunities that have opened themselves up to me. I have closed on over 30-something deals. I've done wholesale deals, creative financing, buy-in holds. I'm actually closing on one this week. We're closing on another one next week. Another opportunity showed up uh, just I mean, it's almost like every day, new opportunities are presenting themselves to me. And, you know, really all I'm saying, Emmy, is yes. I'm just saying yes to life. I'm analyzing and seeing how these things fit into my life and how I can help and be of service. And they just continue to (laughs) open up for me. So it's been an awesome journey. And the beauty of it is I've also been able to include my children my adult children into this journey with me. I have two of of my girls who work for me now and we're getting ready to start the last one here this next month.
0: (laughs) What is it like to have your daughters with you?
1: Well, sometimes we have to clarify who's the boss, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) I understand that,
1: you know, they are so fun to work with because they know me well, they know me best. And so Uh, They know how I operate. They know how definitive, when I make a decision, how decisive I am. And so they move right along with me. And so it's almost like, I don't know, it's, it's almost like a machine that's working so well together. You know, just like when they were growing up, we were one unit and- even though you know we had our share of challenges and we sometimes do with the business because everybody has an opinion well mom i think it would be best if we do this and you know everybody brings their opinions to the table and we decide what's best ultimately best for the business period usually i get the last say though
0: <laughs> isn't that the way it's supposed to work that's that's the way it worked when i was parenting i referred yeah. to A democratic dictator.
1: Right. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Everybody
0: got to say, but I was still making the final decision.
1: At at the end of the day. Right. And so, you know, right now I'm steering the ship. And they're working all of the ins and outs of what the day-to-day aspects of our business. Mm -hmm. And so it has been so joyful to have the two girls with me and now the third one finally joining us because that was really all, it was always a goal of mine to have them working with me, Um, not only to change the trajectory of my life, but everyone who is connected with me.
0: Mm -hmm. It's like you're building your legacy. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, and you get to watch it unfold, which is, I yeah. think, super cool. What do you love the most about
1: real estate? Mm, I love the fact that I get to help people. Um, I've had the opportunity to help people out of foreclosure. There is no better feeling than to know that you have saved someone. From possibly their credit being ruined, Mm -hmm. being able to acquire a home again for a long period of time, being able to not only save that home for the seller, but also the community itself, being able to sell it to someone who is in need to be able to do creative financing to a part of the population who might not otherwise be able to get a property in the traditional sense. Um, because of bad credit or bad decision making early on. And what I have found out and what I know to be true today, bad credit does not equate bad people. It's a system in which we live in and not everybody understands it, but we give people the opportunity to rebuild their credit and buy homes at the same time.
0: Right, right. And you were so right about that because I've met numbers and numbers of people who particularly, after, um, the financial crisis oh. had, you know, just different challenges financially. And it wasn't that any one thing happened. It was generally somebody lost their job and they run, ran out of unemployment and that's right. You know, they couldn't Coupled get a- with so it with so many
1: factors. Yeah. And, I'm sorry. I
0: Oh no, no, it's okay. It's okay. But they're just like, they're trying to make ends meet and, are there decisions they could have made sooner, earlier, better? Probably, but that's all of us. So-
1: Every one of us, Emmy. You know, I was I was in that position at one point in 2008. I lost my home to foreclosure. And it was devastating for me. And it was a series of events that led up to it. It just wasn't what, the one thing like you said. And it was, you know, the decisions that I had made and also the lack of knowledge The lack of knowledge, the, you know, documents that I had signed and not truly understanding what I was signing. And so, you know, being in real estate today has, you know, opened my mind, my eyes and, you know, my knowledge of how things work today. And so I don't ever have to go through that again. And I can also help and prevent someone else from going through it.
0: When you're in that process of moving through the property, whether buying or selling, mm-hmm. do you have the ability to help whoever you're interacting with become more educated about what they're what they're buying or how it's being financed or um, the selling process?
1: Absolutely. And um, while I'm not a realtor, right, I am a real estate investor and so I act as such. Um, So when we're acquiring a property and selling it to an buyer, you know, we're educating them on what it is they're truly getting. And if, you know, they've been in the business for some time, nine times out of 10, our buyers see the value in what they are buying from us, because that's what we're all about. We're about bringing the value to them. Um, And then the value for the seller is, you know, oftentimes I have sellers who are in a position where they no longer want to pay these taxes. They no longer want to do, you know, keep up with the upkeep of the home or it might have been an inherited property. And how do I get rid of this property? And so we're able to educate them while acquiring it all at the same time. And again, making it a win win for everyone. Right,
0: right. And I love you saying that, because I'm now a committed (laughs) renter. And I don't have any intention to buy um, anytime in the near future. But I've owned three homes. Okay, what I love most is not having to take care of maintenance.
1: Mm, Okay,
0: the yard work, the stuff that breaks all of those things. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I get
1: that, you know, not always easy being a landlord or or easy having your own home because, yes, all of the responsibility right. falls on you. And so, you know, someone who's buying for the first time, they truly need to understand that, you know, this is their responsibility and possibly have some things in place that mm-hmm. in the event a major appliance breaks down, they have some type of insurance that's going to, you know, pay for that. In the long run. Right, right. And so, yeah, that, that is so important.
0: Yeah. And it can be a real adventure. When I was younger, it was, oh. I mean, <laughs> buying the first house was super exciting. Yeah, yeah. It was super exciting. And I'm sure at some point when I, when I decide that buying is the right thing again, that'll be great too. But
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: um, it is, it is a lot. And I'm so glad that you're able to help people find the
1: right place for them to be. Exactly, the right place, not only the right place, but the right position. Being in the right position is important as well. Um, Being armed with the information necessary to move forward with any deal that um, comes at, whether it be a seller or a buyer. And so we're continually arming people with the right information to make informed decisions for themselves.
0: Absolutely. Can you share um, also, like, what are some of the ways that you are able to help people with creative financing? I mean, I'm sure most most people who have been in the housing market know about traditional mortgages. Um, what else is out
1: there? And so one of our specialties today is not assuming a loan, but actually taking over a loan for a seller. Um, say, for instance, they are about to go into foreclosure and we open them up the idea of being able to take over the loan and paying the loan and then lease optioning it to a sell a buyer tenant. Okay. And so this saves them from foreclosure and this gives someone the opportunity, again, like I mentioned earlier, who might not be able to buy in the traditional sense. And now I'm the middleman. And while I don't own anything, I control everything. And so it's kind of hard to explain, but the monies that are being paid from the end buyer are covering the first mortgage. And I'm being paid out monthly as well. Cool. Is, is that making sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it all just clicked into place for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then I have no, none of the responsibilities as well, as, like a landlord would, because the tenant buyer is under a lease option to almost like a rent to own, but it's not called that, but they are now responsible for anything that happens to the home.
0: Cool. I like yeah. that because it does, I it, like it too. does help somebody and it, it buys them peace of mind.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Um, Not only for the seller, but for the buyer as well, because now they have a home that they can call home and the seller no longer is worried about when is this going to go into foreclosure because the mortgage is being paid every month. And we have a trustee in place that ensures that all of these actions are being taken monthly.
0: Wow. Wow. All right. I'm taking it all in. You see, you (laughs) have a wealth of information.
1: Gosh, thank you. Thank you.
0: What are some of the challenges that you've experienced in growing the business from a from a growth perspective?
1: I guess, you know, some of the challenges have been the need for my team to grow. And so not being able to pay someone initially when I wanted to, but I knew that I couldn't. And so that has been a challenge that was initially a challenge. But now that I have my girls on the team It's helped to grow the business even more, being able to get enough leads coming in every month that's going to continue to support the business and grow it all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so what I now know today, it has truly been about consistency because persistence will get you started, but it's consistency that will keep you going. And so long as we are continually doing the consistent work of marketing, of putting ourselves out there, the deals continue to come to us. It's that start-stop thing that happens with a lot of investors where they're not, they start to see inconsistent results. And so for us, you know, anytime we have um experienced any of that, it's because we know we're not being consistent in some area. And so we need to pick up the pace. So, yeah.
0: If I remember correctly, didn't you have like a postcard
1: <laughs> that was like the marketing yeah. piece for a while? It, it absolutely was, Emmy. And thank you for bringing that up because, you know, I, I think it's important for people to know our humble beginnings and yeah. to know also that it doesn't take a whole heap of money to get started. And so what you're talking about is me going to dollar tree in the very beginning and buying these beautiful poster boards the red the green the yellow the blue and the orange and i would cut them up in postcard size, and i would write and i would write to sellers and i would send out these postcards every single week without fail and about two months in it started gaining traction and uh I closed on about um, I want to say the third month, I put my first three deals under contract after two months. I closed that following month on those three deals and I have not stopped since. And for the first 18 months, that's what I was doing. I was sitting and writing postcards. I was making phone calls. And you know, it's so funny because I now have a company that takes care of it and one of my daughters with the marketing, and they recreated redesigned my postcards my original postcards yes yeah. yes and I'm so tickled about that
0: it just really stuck with me because it's such a simple thing yeah it took time to make those postcards like that's right like some automated tech thing that you just you know bing bang boom and you just send it out and it's all automated and I presume like you're hand cutting and then handwriting and all of these <laughs> postcards
1: well, you know, I was doing that originally. I was cutting everything by scissor. And then I said, wait a minute, hold on. I got to get a cutter. And so I got one of those cutting boards. And mm. so that simplified things. And then, you know, and of course, I was thinking in the long-term I'm not going to be able to sustain this. And so then I got a stamp created. And so each step of the way, I have enhanced it just a little bit more because I knew that I wouldn't be able to sustain this for very long because I would be moving into different parts of my business in order to continue to grow it. And so that's when my daughter came on board. She took over the entire marketing piece. And now she was creating postcards for us. Mm -hmm. And then we got another company to take over and recreate our postcards. And now they send out our postcards. So, you know, we've been able to grow it and scale it. But starting out in such a way has allowed me to build a platform that had I you know started you know paying somebody to do it for me i would not have known the pleasure of being able to start with just a little bit and it grow into something so big yeah and- <laughs> that's so cool but you have to take pride in that too oh i absolutely do emmy yeah. i absolutely do this was my beginning and it you know i i'd like to believe that it helps to let other people know that if I can do it, so can you. It doesn't have to be something big and grandiose. What I believe why my postcards were so successful is I poured a piece of my heart into each one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I was coming from a place of not only desire, oh gosh, it makes me tear up, desire to change the future of my family, but also the desire to help people I was reaching out to. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't apologize. Like that's heartfelt and meaningful. Thank
0: that's you. That's what matters most, right?
1: <laughs> that's I exactly think, right.
0: I think we all, I think most people probably, there's a few that don't, but most people want to have some sort of positive impact on somebody. That's right. Moving through life. And the way we all do it is very different. Mm-hmm. And, And you really get to be in a place and help people really create a bridge from old to new. Yes, yes. (laughs) So that's pretty damn cool.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Emmy. And yeah, I love being that person today. Um, And I think in a sense, I've always been. It's just more noticeable to more people today. Mm -hmm. Um, My intention has always been To touch and impact lives, you know, but it had to begin with me first and know that I had the ability to do it, but I had to start with my own truth and, you know, being able to tell our own stories, you know, there are 8 billion people on the planet and I guarantee you, your story is going to help someone else. And so if you would just allow yourself to tell that story or, you know, share, you know, some of your experiences with others, I promise you someone else will get something from your story. And so yeah.
0: That's why we have this podcast. Like that's <laughs> literally the only reason why I keep doing this podcast is because sharing your story and the and the other women that I've interviewed over the yeah. last four years is to let other women know that they can do it too, that that whatever they're experiencing, somebody has either been through it, done it, is going right. through it as a similar thing. And together we can create really cool things and change the world.
1: That's right. That's absolutely right. And um, yeah, not, you know, I've always been of the belief um, well, f- for quite some time now, you know, in sharing my truth, no one can ever hurt me with it because it's mine and I own every bit of it. And so even if it doesn't resonate with some, I guarantee you it's gonna resonate with others. It's relevant to someone else. I know today that everything that I have experienced, the good, the bad, and the ugly, has not only been for me, but it's been for someone else. It's been for my children. It's been for me to be able to say, listen, I've been down that road. You don't have to go down there. I know where every um, pitfall is. I know where every pothole is or dead end. And so we're never going to live long enough to make all the mistakes in the world. And we might as well learn a few from other people.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, right? Like yeah. <laughs> anywhere that we can shorten the learning
1: curve is That's right. Is really important. What keeps you motivated? Ah, what keeps me motivated? Uh the work that I do. Um knowing that I'm helping people every single day. Um and just getting in and doing the work. Um day in and day out. Um I don't know that's yeah, a part of my makeup knowing that Today, I have the potential to change someone's life. And so these are some of the questions I wake up asking myself every day. What length, Dana, are you willing to go to today? What length for your success, For to help someone else? Those are some of the questions I ask myself. So what's the craziest
0: <laughs> thing you've ever done? Um, what's what's the, the what? craziest thing or most unusual thing that you've ever done to to go to a great length to have a deal happen or to have the business grow? Oh, my gosh. I'm sure you've got some good stories.
1: There are quite a few. Oh, you know what? There's a really good one. <laughs> it's, oh, my gosh. I had been working on a deal um, for quite some time, and there were many heirs on this property. And if you know anything about having heirs, everyone has got to be in agreement with selling the property. Well, we had two heirs that were being very difficult and the main person who was ready to sell, it was an elderly gentleman. He was ready to let it go. It was his mother's home and there were memories. He was just ready. He was tired. And these two family members were just being difficult. Um, And I continue to encourage him to talk to them. If he wanted me to talk to them, that would be great. Well, anyway, Um, We were going back and forth with the attorney's office about this. And it was, Emmy. it was about 63 threads long, this email. And I got an email one morning from my attorney. And he says, Dana, you guys are going to retire me. I don't want to do this deal. I'm closing the file. I was hard. I was, well, I was mad at first because I had worked so long and so hard because it was no longer about the money for me. It was about getting this deal done for this gentleman. Right. I had to get it done for him. And so the very next morning, I went into the attorney's office. He had never met me face to face. Up until that point, I was just closing deals with his paralegals. And I walked in and he came out. And he says, how can I help you? And I said, Harry, you don't know me. However, I got a, a disturbing email from you this morning. And I need to share with you you know, what it is I've been working on. I said, I don't think you know the 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 far-reaching effects your work has on me and the people behind me. And he just looked at me. I said, I absolutely love investing and in the what I get to do with people and how I get to help people. And he says, You know, Eudania, he said, I don't know what I'd do if I wasn't practicing real estate law. I absolutely love it. He said, Leave everything on the table. And I had everything spread out, the quick-claim deeds, the contracts. And the very next day, he said, we're revisiting this. He says, Eudania has been so kind to bring everything into the office. The very next week, we got the difficult uh, relatives to sign the quick-claim deeds. And we were able to sell the next week. And so the running joke in the office now is... um, Eudania, I was just about to close this file until I saw whose name was on it. How many heirs are on the property? (laughs) (laughs) I know that was a long story, but it has solidified and strengthened my relationship with my attorney. And just because I was willing to go the extra mile.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: that matters. Absolutely, it does matter. We need to let people know not only who we are, but what we're willing to do, what work we're willing to do to help other people, not only for the success of ourselves, but for the success of everyone else. And, and in turn, it, it's a, it's a successful um, move and or what's the word I'm looking for? It's a victory also for the attorneys as well. Absolutely.
0: It, I mean, it's it's a team effort. that's right that's right yeah and i think there's there's something really special about when you go that extra step that and you're just showing up because that's who you are and as you said it's not about the money or anything else it's about helping and completing the
1: transaction Completing what you said, right? What you set out to do, what you said you were going to do. And that's really what it became about. And you know, I often tell my girls the same thing, like I was telling you earlier, going that extra mile, even when no one's looking, when no one's paying attention, going that extra mile is going to yield you a reward. I guarantee you, there's there's no doubt about it, it will give you a return on your investment. Not maybe in this particular instant or this situation, but at some point it will come full fold. It will come back to you. Yeah. It always does.
0: It does. It does. (laughs) I mean, my clients will tell you, I'll hop on a call with them. Yeah. Not whenever, but whenever (laughs) Three am in the morning, less likely, but yeah, if they're stuck, or there's a challenge or they need just a little mental shift, It's so much easier for me to do that in that moment. They get so much more out of it and it helps them help somebody else faster.
1: That's right. That's right. And it it helps to let them know that they're not alone in this, that they have locked arms with someone who cares who someone who's going to be there for them and who shows up you know um because I'm the same I'm also a coach for connected investors and so I will do the same thing Emmy I will jump on the phone if one of them texts me hey Dana I'm stuck can you help me you know and I've always told them I may not be able to get back to you in the hour but I will always get back to you in that day with mm-hmm. you know something that's going to help to move you along so absolutely absolutely
0: yeah. What's next for you
1: like where, where, where's your long-term vision taking you? oh my gosh um International investing okay we're actually looking at that right now uh we're looking at some oh my gosh it is um we're looking at some places in Italy right now as well as Indonesia um because those are places I want homes. Um, I want to be able to travel to, and I want someone else to have the luxury of visiting those homes as well.
0: Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sign me up. I'll yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's so funny, I Emmy, mean, because we were looking at one in Italy this morning. And so we're seriously considering doing the international move. And so that's exciting and it's scary all at the same time. Oh, yeah. But- with anything that's worth having, there's going to be a little bit of that excitement and scariness because you've never done it before. And so, but if you would allow yourself to push through those fears, because we all know courage is not the lack of fear, it's the willingness to move through it anyway. Right. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yes. 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 <laughs> oh. Uh, and Interesting that you're saying, you're thinking about the move too, because my girlfriend just bought, um, well, almost a year ago now, just uh, bought an apartment in, I'm not sure if it was her hometown or her husband's hometown, but in Italy, in the Calabria region, and they've been renovating it. And he's going over, I think he just arrived um, there this week, Okay. everything with the contractors. And I keep telling her because she's like, oh, we'll go over. I'm like, I'm not going to come back. Oh, no. <laughs> like it's that like, ocean oh, view. And, and oh, my the weather's God. Gorgeous and there's great food. And her family oh. is around. Right,
1: like, no right. Stay there. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think it'd be very easy to get swept away in one of those, you know, fantasy um, places we all, you know, hope to visit one day, but to actually have ownership in yeah. one of these places, yeah, I don't know how long, you know. I I had a, um when I came into New York this morning, um, I was telling my uncle, I says, yeah, I was thinking about buying a place over in Indonesia, and he says, Dana, I don't fly. I won't he said I might not visit you I said that's okay I know how to get on a plane and come back and forth um but I'm not going to let it stop me from you know my dream and and you shouldn't that's right beauty of having your dreams is they're yours that's that's right
0: that's right (laughs) where can everybody get connected with you
1: Oh, Connected Investors, um, any of my social media accounts, um, Udania, Burrell, that TikTok, Instagram, also Renew Me Properties, um, also on Facebook and, um, yeah, I believe that's only Facebook. Okay.
0: Well, we'll get all those links in the show notes.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: It's been such a pleasure to have you here.
1: Thank you so much, Emmy. Um, I feel the same. It's been an honor and a pleasure to be here. And I I hope that in some way, shape or form, our interview today has helped someone else.
0: I hope so as well. And for somebody who's listening um, and their mind is as blown as mine was when we first when we first talked and they're like, oh, this would be a really cool thing for me to to think about. What is like one thing that they should know, or one place they could um, just get some information?
1: And well, if they're interested in getting um, into real estate, um, I've left my link with you, um, Connected Investors. Um, I say take the jump, take the leap. Um, it's worth it. You're worth it. And I think intuitively, we all know that we want, there's something more that we want to do, be it real estate or um, fashion, whatever it might be you have to take the jump and be consistent. Don't give up on yourself. You have every bit of greatness in you.
0: Thank you. That's so perfect.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Emmy. Thank you.
0: It's my hope that you find at least one nugget of value in each episode of Women Who Build Empires. And if that's true, please follow and share Women Who Build Empires with your friends and leave a review on Apple Podcast. Your support is what will help this podcast be found by more women just like you.